Welcome to ZenPod once again. Today we have a very interesting personality, Sumit Manav. Sumit is a renowned yoga guru from India. His revolutionary fitness techniques have been acclaimed by many. Sumit's journey began from a North Indian town in Uttar Pradesh from where he decided to proceed to the Himalayas, the home of pure yoga. This is where he discovered yoga as the path to human consciousness and overall well-being. Sumit began his yoga practice at the tender age of 18 under the guidance of his guru Sri Ram Sharma Acharya in the Himalayas. During his four years training, he interacted with the mystics and it was this experience that brought him closer to understanding the physiology and psychology of the human body. In 2005, Sumit earned his postgraduate diploma in yoga sciences and human consciousness from Haridwar in India, following which he gained his initial experience as a professional trainer and therapist. From 2008 until 2019, Sumit based himself in Dubai, where he created his own brand and company called the Lifestyle Yoga. Under the banner of Lifestyle Yoga, Sumit offers an impressive range of services such as couple yoga sessions, prenatal yoga, group yoga sessions and personalized therapy. This is essentially to assist people with back pain disorders, diabetes, hypertension, weight loss and other lifestyle diseases. Furthermore, through his brand, Sumit has offered corporate wellness yoga sessions where he has conducted numerous workshops. Today, he continues to spread his wisdom of yoga across the world, though having moved to the United Kingdom by practicing and facilitating progressive yoga through dynamic asanas, pranayams, counseling and reflection actions. Join me in welcoming Sumit to the show and let's have a spiritual session for the next 25-30 minutes. Sumit, welcome once again. We have Sumit Manav, whom we fondly call Guruji. I'm going to jump straight into my talk with you and get deep into your area of expertise in a very simple way that is decipherable to the common man. So welcome. As a yoga practitioner, what is your definition of spirituality? My definition, okay. First, thank you very much for organizing this Pleasure. podcast. Really appreciate to be here. So for me, spirituality is not kind of a discipline that people think is not a dogma or a belief system. For me, spirituality is very personal that can transform my inner self and my whole personality and change me and make me from better to best and good to better person and human being. So when I talk about the spirituality, it's qualitativeness or qualitatively changing the expression and behavior of your life or in your life, how you react to the situation, how you behave in different situations, different timeline. And the discovery of Satyam Sivam Sundaram, it's a beautiful sutra that's come from a, uh, ancient scripture of Hinduism and yoga. That means the truth, auspiciousness, and beauty. But it's very easy to say this thing to achieve the Satyam Sivam Sundaram or the state of peace or blissfulness. But there's lots of science and practice behind this to reach to that level. So <clears throat> spirituality has lot to do with your inner self, with your inner energy, with your inner personality that can bring big change. And understand when any person, any human is changing and becoming a better human being is not only changing himself. It also affecting the family that the person is living and with the family is affecting the society. So it's very broad picture actually. So it never remained to the person. The person who become spiritual or have a higher spiritual experience the impact of their energy on the people, different people can be very different than the normal people. 
You know, this year the same. When you get into the aura of a great master or teacher, your way of thinking changes because their aura is very positive, very powerful, and right. Yeah. Awesome. That's a that's a very very interesting yeah. discussion, and I'll I'll touch upon Satyam Shyam Sundaram later on, but that's something very beautiful you have said. So yeah. uh, you and we have, we have uh, gone through your journey, Sumit. You started at a very early age. You you are one of the few blessed people who have actually had the opportunity of going and spending time at the Himalayas. Uh, tell me, you 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 lived now in a normal world like all of us have for the last twenty years or so, and you've been you you are a yoga practitioner. Yeah. Given a chance, would you go back to the Himalayas, uh, Sumit? I would love to. How is life I different? How is life different there? It's different in each and every aspect. You are in a totally different path and a different journey over there that leads you to different direction than you living in in this world. So there is some beautiful saying in a Bhagavad Gita: the explanation or definition of a worldly mind and the mind of a yogi. The worldly mind does not see the things as it is, where the mind of a yogi sees the things as it is completely in a most natural form. So to reach to that level again, there is a lots of process and practice. So living in a Himalaya, let's say living in an ashram on the monastery, is a totally different lifestyle. So as for my experience, what I was in based in ashram because I was blessed. My mom was a motivator behind that oh, who awesome. decided to push me towards this journey. Beautiful. And the routine is totally different. A worldly people, I think, will be very difficult to follow that routine. Waking right. up three thirty in the morning, getting into the prayer, getting into the sadhana, getting into the yoga practice, having two meal that is completely sattvic on a steamed food, eating for two years, your body transform completely. Wow. Not physically, mentally, energetically, emotionally, and spiritually. <laughs> And that's where the yoga should leads you actually. So there cannot be comparison. The person who's living in this world and having a worldly life mm-hmm. is a very different than the how yogi lives in the past and achieve that state. It's a totally different journey. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, yoga. How do you? Yeah. What is the? Is there a connect between yoga and spirituality, uh, Sumit? Yes, a regular practice of yoga. If you're doing the right practice, not only the regular, there's lots of wrong practices. Yes. When you're starting to do step by step process, let's take Astanga Yoga. The founder or the codifier of Astanga Yoga is one of the best known person or the yogi known as Patanjali. Right. And Astanga Yoga is part of Raj Yoga. Is Asta means eight step yoga. That step by step you go through. The first two step is a Yama and Niyama, Asana, Pranayama, Pratyahar, Dharana, Dhyana, and Samadhi. So when you follow these first two principles, and most of the people, when you start yoga, they're forgetting the roots, and these are the roots. This is the building, the personality, and training you to start the journey of being a yogi or getting into the yoga path. Most of the people don't follow the first two steps. Those are yama and niyama. Oh, that has five step in it. Yama says satya, asta, ahinsa, aparigraha, and brahmacharya. Mm-hmm. Same way, the niyama is soch, santosh, tapswadhyay, svarpranidana. We'll not go into detail because it's a very vast topic. Right, right. But imagine you, if you want to think of a child, a small child mm-hmm. who comes in this world and is starting to live a worldly life. Mm-hmm. Now, child, imagine you want to plant a tree. Okay. And to plant a tree, if you want to have a fruit from the tree, what you have to do? There are lots of work required. You plant a tree. You care of take care of the tea, 
tree, just like you take care of the child, you water every day, you take care of the leaf, of the roots, of each and every part, and later on, it gives you the fruit. Mm -hmm. Same way yoga system works. You have to water every day the root of yoga. Those are very basic principles, yama, niyama. So once you master the yama, niyama, the basic ethics, and this cleansing and stuff, then you come to the asana. Okay. Now, 99% people in this world is focused on asana practice. Correct. And yoga is limited to just fill the asana. After that, oh. there's nothing. The asana is just a preparatory yoga. The oh. first three, yama, niyama, and asana is preparing you. It's creating the foundation. And imagine if the foundation is not strong, mm -hmm. how can you stand long building or a tower on it? Okay. So building up the foundation should be the first step. Once you master the yama, niyama, mm -hmm. and asana, as for the Patanjali, is only say one definition, isthir sukham asanama. Isthir means stability. You are stable, you are still. Sukham means you enjoying being there. Mm -hmm. Asana mm -hmm. means posture. That's it. Patanjali did not talk about any other posture in whole sutras. Wow. One definition of asana. That means he's not talking about physical body. Patanjali understands the human mind and its issue and its modification. So he's saying, if you want to achieve the higher state, the first thing you need to learn to sit properly. Wow. And in Hatha Yoga is the previous practice. Now, okay. if you practice Hatha Yoga, Hatha Yoga brings that discipline and that stability in the body to practice the Raj Yoga after that. Wow. You see how it's a step-by-step -step process. So once you master and you're comfortably sitting in an asana for four hours and 36 minutes. That's the timeline in Hatha Yoga. Wow. Without any This is the achievement we call in Siddhi in Yoga. Once you achieve that, you're ready to do pranayam and your advanced meditation practice. Mm -hmm. It's a totally different the world, how they're doing it and how it's supposed to be done and how the yogis have done in the past. Totally wow. different. Awesome. I, yeah. you know, I, I'm sorry this podcast is only 30 minutes. Otherwise, I can do a one-day show on you. I can do a one-day show fine. on you just talking about <laughs> yoga. Fine. And the That's fine. Very, That's very. Okay. And yeah, and, and, I, and I think you're right. You're right when you say uh, we probably are doing yoga at a very superficial level, all of us. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe, and that's obviously because of the lives we lead and because we are not even maybe mature enough to get into some of those that we have. So, which is fine. Uh, exactly. You know, and, and, uh, but that's good. So what if you say... If I, if I were to ask you, Sumit, for people like us uh, who, who lead a normal life, go to work like everybody else, what are the top three benefits of yoga? See, let's come to the benefit. The yoga was never a trend. Let's think of that. Correct. Yoga was always a lifestyle. Absolutely. And when yoga become a lifestyle, the benefit you cannot limitize. There's infinite benefit of bringing that yoga into your lifestyle, starting from morning, morning, how you wake up, how you take care of your daily rituals, how you take care of the workplace when you go to the workplace, how your mind reacting to different situations, how you can add yoga tools to it and stuff. So main three benefits that you see, yoga one, it will of course bring lots of purity and cleanliness to the body. When that happens, the energy level in the body and mind changes. Because the energy is vibrating on certain frequency. Okay. And this frequency we can change through cleansing, through doing asana, through doing pranayama. When that happens, the function of your mind change. You're starting to think very positively because more energy, more blood is flowing. So there are multiple benefits. 
three benefit as you as, as i said you remain fit physically you learn to react to the situation in a very proper and ancient and a good manner you don't like somebody's tell you a bad thing right. and immediately you lose your temper become angry yeah, you will have a control over that once you starting to do the yoga principle or follow the yoga principles wow. and you find some peace and blissfulness in your life some balance in your life these are the main three important benefit that we all can get and you're right and yeah very very interesting so i'll come to the corporate life and you're right yeah. yoga has become a trend today and obviously when something becomes a trend there is also the downside there are a lot of quacks coming uh, yes. i i learned for two days from you and i start my own yoga class you know uh, that won't happen that's all fine yeah yeah people yeah. also get people also get, people also get lured by posters and instagram and marketing and they don't know how would you how would you educate people uh, sumit on how do i know this class or this teacher is good for me is there a science is there an art to it or i i i'll say something very interesting like most of the time when i do my courses or when i teach a regular class right. it's like it's the connection that i find in my teacher and imagine the yoga the system the whole hindu thinks is always a relation between the student teacher disciple Correct. and master you see how it started from lord shiva to the parvati to okay. seven other of disciple you know and they passed on and this is the relation so that connection is not easy to find sometime it happened i'm teaching like 50 people in the class and two people have already done yoga right and because the logical mind they think okay this i already know there's nothing new right. there is a problem here so i think it's the person who practicing with the teacher and is the energy is the understanding about the teacher how the teacher is teaching there are many important element to it to get connect with the teacher as well so <clears throat> there is no you can't limitize again how to find the right teacher yes you have the right teacher today is on instagram you get all the girls are putting the pictures in the bikinis and the millions of followers correct those are but yes why not for you <laughs> for me i am not a very popular instagram guy because i don't know how to do these things you know but i can teach better yoga maybe and explain yes. to you in a very scientific and ancient way absolutely absolutely all is changing yes yes brilliant go back yes. to satyam shivam sundaram how yeah. can how can leaders apply satyam shivam sundaram to their corporate life so first we understand the corporate life is very programmed like you go 8 to 5 to the office hours correct as soon as you enter in the office you have 100 task in your list to do it correct and you get a very minimum time to eat your lunch right 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 so understand let's come to the energy every day we mm-hmm. go to sleep to recharge right. our brain just right. like this is the phone correct i use it all day i put for the charging in the night it get charged i use correct. it again same way the energy working in the human body Okay. Sleep when we taking going to sleep, we recharging our body and our mind same time when we can use it next day. Corporate life is a suction of your whole energy. Okay. Completely. Now yoga has given many tools that you can apply. It's only for one minute. If you apply it, you quick recharging your body, recharging your mind, awesome. and increasing the level of energy that you have lost it. Awesome. As a simple, you sit down with the close eye, do one minute bhastrika. bring your awareness to the center of your breath mm-hmm. or just close your eyes close your ears and become silence for a minute 
because as soon as you do these activities, mm -hmm. you turn all the doors, you're shutting down the doors and you're creating the space for the energy to go within the body and mind. Beautiful. So there are many tools can be applied in corporate and I've been enjoying teaching to corporate world for the yeah. last couple of years. Yeah. It's been wonderful. Yeah. That's very good. And, and you know, to, to continue on the corporate part of it, there are a lot of people, what kind of people really come to you? And today everybody's stressed out. So what, who yeah. are, what are some of the leaders who come to you and typically what are their problems and how do you resolve them? So, so most, or most of the issue in the corporate, what I experience is a stress, anxiety, insomnia, mm -hmm. back pain and neck pain. My God. And if you see most of these issues are psychosomatic disorders, Correct. you know, Correct. they're always coming from mind to the body. In yoga, there are many research has been done if we apply the science and yoga together, the Eastern and Western parts. Mm -hmm. Already thousands of research has been done that following certain principles, doing certain practices can help you to de-stress, to take care of your anxiety, to take care of your back. Mm -hmm. So these are the three, four more elements and the issues in the corporate world that people are suffering. Okay. And imagine as soon as you have stress and anxiety, you are not at your full potential, Correct. losing it. Correct. Right? So how people will give a best at the workplace? Very difficult. So it becomes a need for the corporate people or for the staff who are working for the companies to do something for their body and mind to become balanced and peaceful in terms of they can become more creative, more energetic, more balanced at workplace. Okay, very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sumit, if you were, if you were not, I, I know you, I've spoken to you before and uh, just for the audience, uh, Sumit used to live in Dubai for a number of years before he decided to relocate to London. If you are not doing, would be doing yoga, let's say. What would you have been doing? Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so I knew the answer. I knew this was coming. So I, 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 I never thought because the age of 14 when the yoga came first in my life. Right. And from that time, I think I knew what I want to do and learn in the future. Mm -hmm. And my whole education turned into the yoga side and the sports side and understanding the body and mind and the energy, mm -hmm. how it works and the, how meditation works and how the yoga system works. So I have not thought anything else, but yes, other side, I do sometimes marketing part and I'm very careful. <laughs> so maybe I would have done some marketing, <laughs> but that, that might be not be also possible. Right. But the yoga was the only thing I have learned it always. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I and don't have any other job I think I can explain to you or <laughs> tell you. I, good, I very good. There are very few people who, who say this to me and, and really nice you say that. So clearly you are in the right place. You're in the right zone. Uh, yeah. Good. And I can see some lovely posters behind you. So, uh, unfortunately, the viewers <laughs> can't see them because the podcast, but yes. Those are painted by me, huh? Oh, really? So, there you go. You, you, you are an artist too. Right? So, <laughs> yes, certain level yeah. I do sometimes. Awesome. It, I used to do before I landed in Dubai and then I oh, stopped really? completely. I become very engaged teaching into the business, but taking lots of time. Nice. But I want to get back to it again. Yeah, I have noticed too. Um, um, uh, so with, I've noticed too that when, when you do take some time for yourself and when you do spend time with yourself, you connect with the inner self. I think that is what is missing today. Uh, that is what is missing. And to achieve that, you know, there's something in a yoga system and our scriptures say abhyasa, means practice. Mm -hmm. If you want to become best at something, you mm -hmm. need to practice every single day. Problem is people are spending 90% energy on standing on their head or on their hand but they're not spending the energy and time to stand without their head. So how they will achieve that <laughs> higher experience <laughs> or the peace, you know? And it does not say you have to do one hour. See, the constant is always start from concentration. 
One minute to five minutes of concentration every single day, same time at the same spot you practice. And you're not far away to experience the connection between you and the consciousness. Oh, that's amazing. Because the concentration is the beginning of meditation. We have to understand this is the sixth step as per Ashtang Yoga. The seventh step is Dhyana. So when we're starting to do concentration, train our mind every day, it leads you to the state of being. And there's so much confusion and myth that meditation, people say, I do meditation. Sorry, you cannot do meditation. You do concentration. Big confusion. And concentration with the regular practice leads you to the state of being in meditation. So there's a problem here in understanding as well. Absolutely. It's, what is meditation? So it's the prolonged state of concentration turns into the meditation. Awesome. And when you're in meditation for days and days and days, it leads you to the state of beyond everything. Yes. You reach into samadhi. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So this is how it works. Beautiful. Okay. If, if you were to describe yoga to uh, a 10-year-old child, what would you say? Be a bird, be a tree. And see, as I said before in my conversation, that a tree if you want to make it bonsai of the tree, you need to start working from very beginning when the tree comes up. The child, they are still growing up and you can put lots of lots of value into the life. And that's the time the kid is 10 year old, they should learn how to do concentration, not meditation. Awesome. Now understand, see what is going on. Every parent tell their child to focus when they study or to concentrate. Correct. But no one teaching them how to concentrate is a big problem. And same thing happened with the parents. Correct. Their parents were telling them, can you focus, can you concentrate, that can you study? No one is teaching them. So it's a method, it's a process, it's learning. And I say every child from the age of 10. So do a little bit of physical posture, but they should focus. There's one practice that I teach to the kids yoga is known as Trataka, gazing steadily, gazing a candlelight. It's a concentration mm -hmm. technique. Mm -hmm. That can be a very powerful tool to build the concentration. Very nice. Awesome. Yes. To... To a young working executive, how would you describe? One. To a young working, working executive, yeah. Big problem you picked up. <laughs> <laughs> how See, as I say, yoga should be lifestyle. So executive, of course, they have to spend eight to nine hours and they're very limited to the time. Starting from waking up, they're just thinking about the office, how soon they can freshen up, eat the breakfast, Correct. go to office. So... People who are busy in a corporate world, having a very executive life, 20 minute morning, 20 minute evening, certain asana, maybe 10 Surya Namaskara, two okay. breathing practice and five minute meditation would be ideal. It's take 20 minutes, that's it. It's like a package. And if they do it in the morning, this will also affect in a whole day what they're doing it in the energy level, in the workplace, how they're reacting to the situation, how the work is going. And after they come back home, again, they can spend 20 minutes. If they lack with the time, I will say it should be one hour practice. But if you don't have time, 20 minute package, that includes sun salutation, certain asana, two or three breathing pranayama practice, mm -hmm. and meditation should not be forgotten because that's the real game of yoga. If you really want to do something with your mind, you have to meditate, you have to concentrate. That's it. Awesome. Yeah. To, to a middle-aged man or woman, somebody who's in their 50s. Somebody who's in their 50s, the certain issue in the body start after you cross 45, the joints Correct. issue, the blood pressure, the heart issues, the diabetes, Correct. the arthritis all happen. So there's a, 
uh, very general or basic yoga practice they can do. This is known as suksam yoga we teach in our classes. Mm-hmm. Yoga for arthritis, those are normally joints, mobility. We do yoga on the chair because once people go above 50, it's difficult for them to do advanced asana. So yoga is just on chair. Very nice. Also, for that age, is very important how you keep the balance between the left and right because slowly you're starting to lose the control of mind. Oh, really? And that balance comes with very, very good yoga and pranayama practice known as Nadi Sodhan Pranayama mm. that bring the balance to both sides of your brain, supplying the balanced amount of energy. Yes. So these are very basic exercise and yoga tools they can apply in their life to live a healthy and pros- not prosperous but healthy plus have a well-being till the last day of their life. You can have it that. Beautiful. Yeah. To a senior citizen who, who who's living his or her second links of the life, let's say they have. I think they are ready to go to Himalaya. Wow! Wow! <laughs> but that's wrong, huh? <laughs> when they are very tired and they cannot walk, it's difficult to go to Himalaya. So they can have a Himalaya at home. You can create that environment at home. So it's again the same principle supply who are young age, fifty and above, for senior citizens. Of course, they cannot do so much physical, Correct. but they still can do suksam yoga for keeping the joints active Very and nice. say activate the subtle energy between the joints. They can still keep their mind and heart healthy while doing certain pranayama practice and meditation practice. This can last last stage. Physical part, we can leave one side, but person till the last day can do their meditation, their pranayama practice, and they will feel better. They will have a more healthier life. Very nice. There's no doubt in that. How do you, how do you, how does one keep oneself motivated to continue doing it, uh, Sumit? To continue doing this yoga? Yeah. I think it's, it's about, see the first principle. Let's come back to the Patanjali, the first sutra. And it's a beautiful sutra. It says, Atta Yoga Nusasnam. Okay. When you learn the yoga, you're starting from, At means now. Yoga Nusasnam. Let's break down Nusasnam. Sasan means control. Correct. Anu means the subtle energy, subtle behavior of mind, attitude. Mm-hmm. And when you learn to do that, automatically yoga becomes not just a physical practice for you. Okay. It becomes much more advanced practice for you. You want to get, you want to experience something higher in life. Right. And when you have, let's say you go for a class and one day in a class you connect yourself deeply. Correct. That's the day you will decide to have a yoga in your life every day because that experience you cannot have it outer walls with any external or material experience that experience is within that has to come from in and that only you can get when you get inside when you're turning the door and turning in and those kind of experience can be very motivating but yes it's a discipline and we have to add discipline because most of the people i say it's become a trend they want to do yoga to get benefit lose weight become fit become torn and stuff. These are not a right way of thinking or taking the yoga. These are the side benefit of yoga. You get it. It's for more some, about happiness, blissfulness, and joyfulness. For some people, yoga is also about wearing the new gear that's come in the market. Every company is launching new gear every day. <laughs> so this is, this is the, yes, this is the business side of it. It has yes. lots of business, multi-billion dollar industry these days. Where in the Himalaya, what we're wearing a cotton ka dhoti and a kurta, Wow. And sometimes we didn't have a kurta. Yes, this was our dress. Wow. Langot, dhoti, and kurta. Yeah. Even, even, <laughs> so in the winter, even in the winter? Even in the winter, we had the same oh dress. Oh my God. Yeah, 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 even in the winter, same dress. It was not a, maybe we were wearing the sweater on top yeah. of our kurta, but 
Dhoti was the one thing. Yes. Inspiring. If exactly. what has been your your single most? I mean, in in the twenty twenty five years you've been teaching, and what has been your single most eureka or happiest moment that you felt? Wow, you know. I think there are many, 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 times. any one that you remember. Uh, I, I, I know there will be many, but this thing I can't uh, explain because every morning when I sit for my practice, it leads me to that moment. Oh, beautiful! Every morning thing, so I can't define. You know, and it cannot be different. Every morning when I go into my meditation zone, I am just in blissful state, beautiful. and experience is always same. You know. Beautiful. But yes, I I feel very good when I can help somebody in the health-related issue or spiritual yes. path. I can guide someone, and they come out with so much gratitude. I feel good, you know. It's yeah. not about satisfying ego, ego, but I feel like if I can help someone, and someone got help from me, yeah, right. why not? Awesome. If, yeah. if somebody comes to you, uh, Sumit, and says, Guruji, I've had enough of this life. I want to leave everything and and go and do yoga. What would be your advice to him or her? so what do you what do you mean about leaving everything and going doing yoga that means they leaving the worldly part completely the family completely yeah. so think of a think of a buddha okay <laughs> think of a buddha think of a mahavira those people was already on that zone i think because the previous life i won't say because i don't i did not interact till now with the person who really want to leave the world and go to the okay world. Okay. I think it's a call sometime from the master who yes. is looking for the disciple. Correct. And when they pick up the disciple, disciple is ready itself to leave because they will pick up the person only who has some kind of experience from the past or practice from the past. Mm-hmm. Who the master is already know that this person is ready. It's not about the student Correct. who can choose to leave the world and where to go then. Yeah. Finding the master is not going to be easy. Absolutely. So, one thing is that what is going on if you just want to go learn a yoga course in the ashram or in any yoga institute yes you can leave you can go for a year for 6 month for 2 year mm-hmm. leave your ashram for life understand the yoga science right. dance and right. way how you used to live right but another side is finding the right master right if you want to disconnect from this world and just go and learn in a proper and systematic and ancient manner it will be very difficult Awesome. Master choose you there. Yeah, you don't choose. So yeah, I've always read that, and I don't know which one is ready. I always read that the master will appear when the student is ready, right? Exactly. That's that's a different path. And unfortunately, <laughs> most of us lead life without that moment ever coming. Without that moment. Yes, yes. Totally agree. Yeah. True. Your your yeah. your advice to, and this is the last question. Your advice to uh, people who are listening to you, Sumit, and different age groups are listening to you. What would you tell them? Uh, add yoga to your lifestyle don't make yoga as your trend okay and it's a start from waking up from morning how you wake up don't leave the bed sit down for 5 minutes let your eyes be closed be thankful for everything you got a life next day then do some physical practices some pranayama it should just become your lifestyle rather than a trend and trust me it will do a total transformation to you once it's become a lifestyle So this is my advice please don't do practice of yoga as a trend don't wait to become obese and then do yoga or to become have lots of disease and then do yoga do yoga so you don't become full of disease beautiful it keeps you away from that awesome beautiful thank, thank you. you thank you very much uh, sumit it was really a pleasure having you on this show and uh, we look forward to uh, continuing to interact with you and maybe bring you back on the show talk more about ashtanga yoga and all Yes 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 sure we can do that thank anytime you. thank you sumit thank you thank you sir namaste namaste All the best thank you